Episode 50 of College Sports Today. We're coming to you on WLRZ at 99.3 FM. And we're also coming to you online at therhinian.com, Spotify, and rss.com. This is your host, Hamilton Neal. Thank you for taking the time to join us on this very special episode. Episode 50 of College Sports Today. Hard to believe that we're at this point and that we've reached episode 50 and that we're almost a year into this radio show and this podcast. It's just been incredible experience to talk college sports every week to whoever's out there as part of our audience. Again, whether that's on WLRC 99.3 FM, whether that's online, we get more of our listeners from the online base at Spotify, RSS.com than on the FM dial. But wherever you're listening, thank you for taking the time to do that. And for the listeners that have stayed with us over the course of the past 49 episodes and into this 50th episode, thank you so very much. Today, we're going to be talking all things Lenore Ryan in our first segment and all things NIL in our second segment. We'll talk LR football. We'll also talk men's and women's golf as well with the Bears. And then with NIL news, we'll talk about Nike. They have signed a number of top basketball players to NIL deals, including Bronny James, Caitlin Clark, and Haley Jones, among others. But again, let's get things started first by talking about Lenore Ryan and the LR football team. Now, again, we've had an interview every other show last couple of weeks here on College Sports Today. And with that, we have to recap every two weeks when we get to this point where we're doing a typical one-on-one kind of show. So we're going to go back to September 30th, where LR took on Virginia Wise. This was on the road, 42 to 10 win for the Bears, dominant performance from start to finish. And when you look at the team stats, you see that come out. 325 total yards compared to 227 for Wise. LR had 191 pass yards, 134 rushing yards. A lot of good balance there. Same thing for Wise, 123 to 104. LR kept the penalties down. Four penalties for only 35 yards, 19 first downs, three of eight on third down. That's something that LR is going to have to get a little bit better at. Five of 20 on third down, Virginia Wise was. So they were in a lot of those long yardage situations, couldn't quite convert. And again, 42-10, LR getting that win. Now, again, LR played two quarterbacks here in this game, Sean White and Austin Cagle. Sean White, 11 of 17, 174 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Austin Cagle, two of two for 17 yards. When you look at the rushing stats for LR, it was, again, Dwayne McGee leading the way, 19 carries for 93 yards. He also had two touchdowns. He had a long run of 26. Jadis Davis had eight carries for 28 yards. And, again, some scattered rushing stats going down the line. But, again, mainly Dwayne McGee, a little bit of Jadis Davis there as well. When you look at the receiving for the Bears, pretty balanced here as well. Jordan Payne, one catch for 62 yards. Ryan Carter, four catches for 53 yards. And Keelan Parsons had two catches for 32 yards. Payne with that one catch, that was a touchdown. Again, one catch for 62 yards, that was a score for him. So, again, easy win for the Bears there against Virginia Wise. Then they took on Limestone, a Limestone team that has improved, a Limestone team that is getting better and has gotten better over the last couple of years. And this game was at Moretz Stadium, at home for the Bears last week, October 8th. Again, Limestone tried to keep up over the course of this game, but LR had just too much. 426 total yards for Limestone. LR had 523, 247 pass yards for the Bears, 276 rushing yards. Incredible balance for the Bears offensively. And again, when you look at the limestone stats, 327 pass yards, 
99 rushing yards. So not as much balance there on that front. Again, most of it coming from the passing statistics. So again, for Limestone, even if some of the stats look very similar, and even if some of the stats look very close, LR was the better football team here in this game because they not only had the great rushing attack as always, but Sean White had his best game of the season by far. 17 of 22, 247 yards and four touchdowns. He had a long of 49. And again, we've seen some games where it's been Sean White on his own. We've seen some games where White has played and then Austin Cagle has come in for a couple of plays. But again, I mentioned this on the show two weeks ago. It's better if LR just goes with one quarterback. And Sean White has shown he's the more capable guy at the quarterback position. He has showed he's the more reliable guy and the more explosive guy. But up to this point, it was really game managing. He wasn't really lighting things up. But in this game, he was part of the reason why they won. And for some teams, you know, whether it's NFL, college, high school, some teams win in spite of their quarterback play. And some teams win because of it in tandem with their rushing game and their defense and all that good stuff. Here in this game, it was not just Dwayne McGee, and it wasn't just the defense, but it was the quarterback. Putting the team on his back was efficient, didn't turn the football over. So great performance there for Sean White. Dwayne McGee, as usual, outstanding. 18 carries, 123 yards. He had one touchdown as well. Zaire Dillard, breakout performance. Eight carries, 121 yards. No touchdowns for him. Sean White did have a rushing touchdown to go along with those four passing touchdowns. So definitely, definitely exciting stuff for LR offensively just to see the potential and to see the growth because in the earlier part of the season, again, they weren't performing as well in the passing department. We saw some flashes. We saw some good moments, but it's been about Dwayne McGee and it's been about the defensive play. But in this game, we saw all three phases, offense, defense, special teams play outstanding. And we saw every facet of the offense break out, I think. Again, for Zaire Dillard to have over 120 yards, along with Dwayne McGee having 123, when you can have two guys rushing the football, along with the way they threw the football, LR just might be the team to beat here in the South Carolina Conference. And again, Newberry's coming in very soon. That's a huge marquee matchup. That's a Newberry team that was picked to win the South Carolina Conference before the season. LR's going to be thinking about that. And I think right now, they're playing better than anyone in the South Atlantic Conference. Now, again, on the receiving side of things, Ryan Carter, two catches, 56 yards. Dwayne McGee had two catches for 48 yards. Zaire Dillard had three for 45 and a touchdown. Keelan Parsons, three for 34 and a touchdown. So, again, balanced statistics across the board. Incredible performance there against Limestone. Again, 51-30, the final score. LR won that football game. Now let's talk about LR men's golf. They finished ninth in the 15-team field at the Irish Creek Invitational at the club at Irish Creek Golf Course in Kannapolis. The Bear shot 885 as a team, finished just five shots out of seventh place. Lincoln Memorial won the team title, South Atlantic Conference foe of the Bears. But again, very good performance overall. Bears have next week off, then they prepare for the final competition of the fall season. That'll be the South Atlantic Conference preview at Lake Hickory Country Club. That's October 24th and October 25th. Going over to LR Women's Golf, they finished 13th at the Leanne Noble Memorial in Georgia. And again, just like the men's golf team, very good performance for the Bears overall. Beatrice Espelosin and Amelia Ray Greenley finished in the top 20. Women's golf team, just like the men's golf team, they have next week off. They finish up the fall slate at the Flagler Fall Slam. That's in St. Augustine, Florida. Again, that's on October 24th and October 25th. Now let's go over into our second segment and talk about NIL. Again, I mentioned at the top that we're talking about Nike here with NIL deals because they have handed out five NIL deals to top basketball prospects. And again, these are high school, 
and college players. And out of these five, everybody's talking about Bronny James. 18-year-old son of LeBron James has a Nike NIL endorsement deal. And again, he just turned 18 back over this past weekend, and he's been incorporated into the rollout of the LeBron 20. LeBron 20 just came out. Bronny's a part of that. And along with Bronny, you have Iowa point guard Caitlin Clark, Stanford guard Haley Jones, Sierra Canyon High School star Juju Watkins, and DJ Wagner, top 2023 20, guard. He's out of Camden, New Jersey. We've talked about all of these players on College Sports Today before. We've talked about Caitlin Clark and Haley Jones with women's college basketball. We've talked about Juju Watkins with high school girls basketball, DJ Wagner with high school boys basketball. And we've talked about Bronny James a little bit. We talked about Bryce a little bit more. But uh, Bronny's the guy everybody's looking at because he's the oldest son of LeBron and recruiting's starting to pick up. There's a lot of options for him. Okay, there's a lot of options, not just the college route, but also NBA G League. You also have overtime elite. There's overseas routes. There's so many things that he could do. And there's so many routes for that next level. But again, just from a distance, it looks like he's going to college. I think that's what he's going to be doing here. He took a visit to Ohio State. We've heard about Oregon and UCLA, other West Coast schools recruiting him. It just looks like that's the route at this point. I think that's what LeBron would want for Bronny. And I think that's where Bronny's leaning right now. Now, again, that's not to say he couldn't do the G League or couldn't do overtime elite or overseas. He could do anything at this point. I think a lot of organizations, a lot of college teams, a lot of groups would want him to come in and play for them. But he can only pick one. That's the tough thing. Again, it's just like going back to picking colleges. You know, you have two, three schools you like. You can only pick one. And again, when we're talking about college recruiting, that's very important. But also when you're factoring in those other routes, like semi-professional routes or overseas professional routes. So again, Bronny has a lot of options. And uh, now it's kind of the next generation because LeBron has a lifetime deal with Nike. He has LeBron James Center out in Oregon, Nike headquarters in Beaverton. All of that, now you go to Bronny, now you have that next generation. So... LeBron's family is going to be a part of Nike for a long, long time. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Bryce get an NIL deal with Nike at some point. Again, Bryce is younger than Bronny. He's a couple years behind him, but is already an elite prospect. Is a guy that's getting a lot of college looks early. Obviously, there's a long way to go with him, and there's still a long way to go with Bronny. There's a senior year left. There's a decision to be made with him. And again, while we're talking about that, and is it college, is it pro, we're obviously looking at this NIL deal. Now, again, as far as the specifics of these NIL deals, we don't really know that at this point for all five of these players. It could be magazine ads. It could be commercials. It could be really anything at this point, social media. We don't really have as much information on that. We just know that these five players have NIL deals with Nike. So moving past Bronny, let's talk about Caitlin Clark a little bit. Junior point guard from Iowa, elite player. Now, again, with Paige Becker's injured this college basketball season, Caitlin Clark could win National Player of the Year. I wouldn't put that past her at this point. I think she's playing at a high enough level and has played at a high enough level in the past that she's a strong contender for National Player of the Year. Now, again, there is Haley Jones, who's also on this list for Nike NIL. There's Aaliyah Boston. There are a ton of other good players around the country. But when you look at what Caitlin Clark has done just in her first two years alone, it's about as good a resume as there is out there. Right up there with Paige Beckers, Leah Boston, Haley Jones. She's a first-team All-American, 
Big Ten Player of the Year, Wooden Award All-America, First Team AP All-America, many other accolades as well. That's just some of them. And she's the only D1 women's basketball player to lead the nation in points and assists per game in a season. And again, just like we talk about with Paige Beckers all the time, Caitlin Clark can average 25 points per game. In fact, she's averaged close to 28 points per game her first couple of years. But she can also assist. She can get six, seven assists as well. And again, as much as we talk about Paige doing that, Caitlin Clark can do that as well. Haley Jones is a senior guard at Stanford, won a national championship in 2021. She's a Naismith Trophy finalist heading into her final collegiate season this year. And uh, she was the NCAA tournament's most outstanding player during that national championship run. So again, for a Stanford team that's probably going to be ranked second in the country, she's going to be a huge part of it. And obviously, we look at the front line with Stanford, Cameron Brink, obviously Lauren Betts coming in as a freshman, Fran Belibi. That group up front is great, but Haley Jones is the X factor, offensively and defensively. She can play both ways. She can score. She's super versatile, the most versatile wing in the country. And again, Caitlin Clark plays a point guard spot. She's around six foot. Haley Jones is around six one, playing the wing spot. So both of those players are going to get a ton of attention. And that's part of the trickle-down effect with Paige Beckers being injured is we're going to talk about more players or talk about other players that maybe wouldn't have got as much coverage. And some teams are going to be highlighted more because UConn is not going to have Paige Beckers and the attention's not going to all be on them. Now, again, UConn is going to have a ton of ESPN games. And we're going to be watching them. They're going to be out on the front of the television screen. But other teams are going to get a little bit more buzz, a little bit more talk than usual. And those two players, I think, are going to benefit in some way from the Paige Becker's injury as far as coverage and notoriety and accolades this year. Going over to Juju Watkins now from Sierra Canyon. Best women's college basketball prospect in the country. One of the best high school recruits that we've seen in the modern recruiting era. And again, we've had a ton of great number one players. Paige Becker's the best to come through recently. But what Juju Watkins possesses is not just on-court ability. When you look at her six-foot frame, her ability to drive, shoot the jump shot, light up the scoreboard, but also she has great leadership and carries herself very well off the floor as well. And when you look at what she's done over the course of her high school career, recently named California Gatorade Player of the Year, Max Preps National Player of the Year as well. And again, going down to DJ Wagner, he's the top-ranked point guard in the class of 2023, and he's looking to become the NBA's first third-generation player in league history. A couple of months ago here on College Sports Today, we talked about Milt Wagner, DJ Wagner's grandfather being hired at Louisville. And we talked about him kind of taking that player development kind of role, kind of overseeing some things within the program, looking out for Kenny Payne in his first year. We talked about that having a huge, huge recruiting impact on DJ because Prior to Milt Wagner being hired at Louisville, DJ Wagner was leaning towards Kentucky. And some people think he's still leaning towards the Wildcats, even though Milt Wagner's at Louisville, but it makes the decision much tougher. It's Louisville, Kentucky. It's a big rivalry. And now there's family ties on both sides because Milt's at Louisville. And then Dewan Wagner, his dad, he played at Memphis under John Calipari, head coach of Kentucky. So... There's still a big decision to be made, just like we talked about with Bronny James. There's still a lot to think about for a guy like DJ Wagner. But again, for all five of these players, deserved for them to get NIL deals. All of them are outstanding in their own way. And I'm very excited to see what all of them do this season. Again, for Wagner and for Watkins, it's on the high school level. 
And then again, for Haley Jones, for Caitlin Clark, that's at the college level, Bronny James going into his last season as a member of the Sierra Canyon boys basketball team. And that's all the time we have on this episode of College Sports Today. Thank you to all the listeners for taking the time to tune into this special 50th episode. As always, we have enjoyed bringing this episode to you. As always, we want to give a special thanks to everybody at Lenoran University, the College of Fine Arts and Communications, and WLRC 99.3 FM. This is Hamilton Neal signing off. I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening.